0: Hey, and welcome back to Ancient Ways for Modern Days. My name is Mike Freeman. I'm the pastor at Valley Christian Fellowship in Longview, Washington. And today we find ourselves in Luke chapter 15 as we devotionally journey through the New Testament. Now, Luke chapter 15, it is one of the the great chapters in the scripture that just just reveals the the heart of of God for those who are lost. It's a, uh, a chapter that has three separate stories told by Jesus, parable of lost sheep, parable of a lost coin, and then the ter- parable of a lost son, which is really the, the crown jewel of, of this chapter. And so today we're going to we're gonna read through it together. And I want to just make a few connections for us as we think about how we live today in light of this parable. And so let's go ahead and let's look at this last, last story, the, the story of the lost son. And it begins in chapter 15, verse 11. Here's what we find. It says, and he said, Jesus speaking, there was a man who had two sons and the younger of them said to his father, father, give me the share of property that is coming to me. And he, the father divided his property between them. Not many days later, the younger son gathered all he had and took a journey into a far country. Now this is, this is not the way things work. This is not the way it's supposed to be. And this is really an, uh, a breaking of a relationship between the son and the father. He's, uh, some say, saying to his father, you're, you're dead to me. I just want what you can do for me financially. And then I'm going to go on my own way. And uh, this is really a heartbreaking story is, is where it begins. And it continues. And he, the son, squandered his property in reckless living. He, he partied it up. Verse 14, and when he had spent everything, a severe famine arose in that country and he began to be in need. So this young guy, he went to a far off country. He lived life however he saw fit, likely with a lot of uh, sinful activity, a lot of rebellious activity. And then a famine came into the land and he, the understatement here is he began to be in need. This, This young man was poor now. He went from living it up to, to not having anything. And then there's a famine. Verse 15. So he went and hired himself out to one of the citizens of that country, who sent him into the fields to feed pigs. Now this is this is a lowly job for a, a Jewish boy. And to be feeding pigs is not looked upon as a high task. It is <clears throat> the task of the servants and a lowly servant at that. Now this young man, he, 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 he thought about things that, that some versions say he came to his senses. He says, I'm going to go to my father and I'm just going to ask him, I'm going to beg him to treat me not as a son, but as a servant. And then at least I'll have plenty to eat. Verse 20, and he arose and he came to his father. But while he was still a long way off, his father saw him, felt compassion, And he ran and embraced him and kissed him. this father is longing for his son to return. This father is likely looking on the horizon, waiting for that one day where his son might come home. He sees him and he runs to his son, embraces him and kisses him. Verse 21, the son begins his speech. The son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his servants, interrupting his son. If you read between the lines, the son has not finished the speech that he was going to say to his father. Bring quickly the best robe and put it on him and put a ring on his hand and shoes on his feet and bring the fattened calf and kill it and let us eat and celebrate For this, my son was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. And they began to celebrate. They began to celebrate. This father is thrilled that his son has returned. Has his son done wrong? Absolutely. But his father is eager to show his grace and his mercy to his son. Verse 25. Now his older son, was in the field. And as he drew, drew near to the house, he heard music and dancing. And he called one of the servants and asked what these things meant. And he said to him, your brother has come and your father has killed the fattened calf because he has received him back safe and sound. But he, the older son, was angry and refused to go in. His father came out and entreated him, but he, the son, answered his father, Look, these many years I have served you, and I have never disobeyed your command, yet you never gave me a young goat that I might celebrate with my friends. Time out. Son is coming from the field. The son has been working in the field. This fun son, the older son, he has not been partying and squandering money and wasting his time. He has been diligently, faithfully serving his field. In fact, he's coming in from the field, probably dirty and sweaty and he hears music and celebration and he finds out that his brother, who has squandered and stolen and rebelled and been wicked, has been welcomed in with joy. Verse 30, but when this son of yours, older son speaking of his brother, can't even call him my brother. When this son of yours came, who has devoured your property with prostitutes, you killed the fattened calf for him. And the father said to him, son, you are always with me and all that is mine is yours. It was fitting to celebrate and be glad for your brother was dead and is alive. He was lost and is found. Now this is, a, this is a powerful story. This is a story where this younger son goes and rebels and has been wicked and sinful. And he returns and he is met with the grace and the love and ultimately the forgiveness and, and a celebration with his father. What a, what a picture of God's grace to those of us who, who have rebelled against him. But that's not, that's not the full picture of God's grace. Because the same time, this older son who is, he has crossed every T, he has dotted every I, he has worked faithfully, he's done the extra credit, he has not disobeyed his father. In fact, he's been a faithful, good son. This older son needs what the younger son needs as well. He needs grace. Jesus tells a story about this lost son, but both are actually lost. Because at the end of the day, everyone comes to the father, not by merit, not by good works, not by striving hard and being moral and doing all the right things. And that's, that's not how we come. Instead, we come, we come receiving the gift of grace. Yeah, this younger son, he was immoral he relatively speaking he was much more immoral than the older son but the younger son needed grace and then the older son so did he 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 needed the grace and he needed to give grace he needed to walk in grace see this is this is the ancient day for our modern way and this is might be a stumbling block for us today because this this reminds us that that everyone is welcome to the father by his grace not by their merit this means you and I, you might be listening to this. You might be a, a Christian who have, who has done a lot of the right things in your life. You have not had a wayward streak. And if that's you, God bless you. I thank God for that in your life. That is, that is a gift of God. That is a gift of God's grace. But but you must remember, you don't come to the Father by your good works or your good deeds. You don't walk around the church saying, look at how good I've been. In fact, you, you and I, we come by his grace. But the the other aspect of this, this is a wonderful reminder because maybe you maybe you are wayward. Maybe you're listening to this and you're far from God. You've turned your back. You're that younger brother who is doing all the wrong things. Today is a day to remember that you can turn and you can you can come to the Father and through the the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ, the Father is eagerly awaiting your return so he can show his grace to you. So we can show his grace to you. And maybe just maybe you're you're someone who's sitting there in the grace of the Lord right now and your mind goes to your family members, your siblings, your children who have wandered from the Lord You know, today's ancient way for our modern day, it is a reminder to go to our knees in prayer and beg the Lord that he would draw those who have been wayward from the faith, those who have heard the gospel and who have turned their back on that. This is a reminder for us to to simply beg the Lord that he would bring them back and that he would prepare our hearts to show his grace when they return. What a What a wonderful reminder of God's grace to our lives today. This is the ancient way for our modern day. It's a way where we walk in his grace.